here with my dear friend, Cantor Mendy Hertz. And uh, I take credit for making you world famous last week. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I got a lot of uh, wonderful feedback about the Rosh Hashanah prayers preparation that we did together. Right. And what, I saw you today in Shul at Chabad of the Five Towns. What did you tell me was the biggest feedback that you got? Rabbi Taub's pretty tall. <laughs> How tall are you? Uh, almost 6'9". No, you're not. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I can't stand under here. That, that was the, by the way, when we set up the Soul Word Studio, one of the first tests we did, we had Mendy come over and see if he could stand up. You can, you can just clear it right here. In the, in the garage, yeah. So yeah. This is, don't tell people this is a garage. No, I'm saying in a garage like oh, this. Oh, in a garage. I, I, yeah, yeah. This is just okay. about the same height. It is a garage, by yeah, the way. Okay. Um, at any rate, okay. But look at this ambiance that we created. You were asking me earlier about these Nechayach albums. This gives me an opportunity, by the way, to speak about some of the decor here. No, I, I think this is really cool. This is really cool setting in general. This is like a, you you want uh, platinum on these. So <laughs> these, yeah, these are the Nechayach albums. These are the recordings of Chabad Hasidic Nagonim, and these are both Volume One. They repressed Volume One and they changed the color of the cover. But they're both the same exact oh, album. The same album. Okay. Same album with the same songs, the same everything. Um, they just repressed it and they changed the color. Yeah. So that's what that is. People are really interested in like listening to Nagunim or anything, or even Chazanas or songs listened to on vinyl. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So you have to find you have to find a, a record player. You have to get an actual <laughs> record player. Yeah. But this yeah, these this is real vinyl there. Nice. Yeah. Um and we could talk about some of the other stuff. Do you want to talk about any of the other decor here that you? What's the? It looks first. It looks like a, like, like a Native American. Native? No, it's not Native American. <laughs> no. It's Jewish. I, I see the I'm Jewish. You know that I'm Jewish. <laughs> that is the 231 gates forward and backward, in Sefer Yitzira, the Book of Formation, which is an ancient Kabbalistic text. It talks about the fact that there are 231 gates forward and backward through which Hashem creates reality. And those are the various uh, binary combinations of the 22 letters of the Aleph base. So basically, if you go from Aleph to any other letter, right, you have 21 ways of going, because you don't go back to Aleph right. itself. And then from base, you can go 21 different ways. And then, of course, you can go backward the same way, so it's Panim Va'achar, it's forward and right. backward. And this is the these these 231 different paths create that circle, and I, I got this from an artist who uh, who's an, what's, like an what's expert the, in this. What's the maroon, the purple one? This thing or this yeah. thing? No, the I, this that's thing. A, that's a, that's a Rambam. This thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is the Rambam's sketch of the Menorah and the base of Mikdash. This I'll show you what this is here. You can even hold it up closer to the camera. That is something from Yenison Abishitz, who um, was a great genius. And there's a story that he was once um, trying to get a decree lifted. The, the local porets, the squire, wanted to uh, expel the Jews. And uh, he gave him a challenge that he had to write Am Yisrael Ad think 40,000 such and such however many times uh, th however many Jews lived in the town he had to write it that many times on a small scrap of paper that he handed him 
So he figured out mathematically. You could look there. You, that, that actually spells Am Yisrael Chai Lo Eilam Ad 40,000 some such times. You stop the kids who write Knas and they figured out how to get a Knas onto it. <laughs> <laughs> we should show this to the kids. We should do it. If you're going to punish us, we're going to torch you. We're, you we wrote the whole thing. We wrote it on a on a post-it note. Yeah. Whole Perik Mamal of time. That could be like <laughs> an opening for The Simpsons, you know, when Bart is writing the <laughs> on the board. All the different. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, that's what is it? Uh, uh, Derek Hart's Kadmaltair? <laughs> I mean, make how to, how to get a kid to have an affinity to Tanya. Make him write it as a punishment. That really works. Oh my goodness! Okay, we're and, the, and the truth about jokes—you know—you have to have merch T-shirts. This is. Well, Put, were you at this lecture? No, you weren't there. I saw. I watched it. You watched it online. Yeah. Okay, as many of my greatest fans do. They we have full-time they, jobs. You have full-time jobs. <laughs> we work at night. And by the way, <laughs> we found out about your full-time job last time because you had a little <laughs> emblem <laughs> on like your coal face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Every truth has a little joke. Free so. shout-out. No free shout-outs. <laughs> we could do pro product placement. Yeah, but then people are going to, you know, there's a Jewish audience. People are going to come in and ask for deals. They're going to come. As long as, they're, gonna, as, long as they're buying. They're going to come to Kolsev. They're going to be like, uh, Cantor, I saw you on uh, Soul Words. I'll, I'll deal with that problem. You'll deal with that problem? Okay. <laughs> yeah, no problems. By the way, this mug, I just want to talk about one last thing, and then we'll <laughs> get into Yim Kippur Davening. You got to throw me under the bus again. This, well, I got um, this mug because Mendy told me that. You took my parenting course. Is that okay? We tell everybody I, I that your you course. care about being a better parent. You took my parenting course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, but he noticed that he felt like I was like getting the liquid the, too much in my dunk. face. Yeah, doing <laughs> the dunk too much. So he told me to get this special. I don't know if anyone can see, but it has like a. It's like a trucker thing. It has like a lid on top so it you don't splash <laughs> on yourself. So easy yeah. to drink from. L'chaim, l'chaim. It has seltzer in it. Polar cans. That was the meme of like two months ago. Polar cans. Shout out no free shout outs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, product placement. No, you, 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 say, you do the shout out, then you say no free shout outs. If you have a song stuck in your head and you want to know what it is, yeah. sing it on YouTube, and then within 12 hours you'll have the uh, copyright strike. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get, did you get yes, a copyright strike? I had that happen to oh, me. On what song? Um, when I had Ellie Marcus on for our. Um, was he singing really? a song of his own? <laughs> yes, yes. It was for our own campaign. It was for it was for our campaign for the yearly. Soul and he was singing his own song. I got to say, the yearly Soul Words fundraiser, and Ellie Marcus sang one of his own songs. And his publishing company gave us a copyright strike. It's an automatic. It's a robot thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's no human being involved. Okay. So anyway, um, you want to talk about Yom Kippur davening? We're having so much fun. We're, we're this. You know what this feels like? Standing in the hall. <laughs> Don't tell them what we do. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Standing in the hall. The outside minion, as we call it. <laughs> Bruce as uh, president <laughs> and opener, and he's the host. He's the host. He's the I host. would call him the podcast host the of the hallway at Chabad of the Five Towns. Yes. Yeah, if you, I don't even, I don't even like read any news. All I, I just wait. You show up. Yeah, I just show up and I hear from Bruce. He's like the meters in the Five Towns, <laughs> but on steroids. <laughs> okay. okay, so Yom Kippur davening. Um, let's let's go to Kol Nidre. You know, I'll start with a joke. There was once, um, you know, they have a, a term once a year Jews. They only go to shul once a year. And generally, uh, Yom Kippur is a big day, especially 
the night of Yom, Yom Kippur, Kol Nidre. So there was this once a year Jew um, named Max. And uh, one year the, uh, I think I told this joke. It's okay. Anyways. Have you ever met a shliach before? <laughs> it's the same joke and the same speech every year. Okay, so. That's fine. Uh, yeah, it's our minute to tell this joke. So uh, the rabbi decides he's going to sort of, uh, this, this year he's going to confront Max, and he's, before he leaves shul, he's going to say to him, you know, uh, you should come more often. So he heads him off at the pass as Max is leaving after Kol Nidre, Yom Kippur night. He says, Max, good to see you. Good yomtif. By the way, you know, we're here all year round. You could come here on a regular Shabbos. You could uh, come here more often. So Max says, Rabbi, you're a good guy. I don't want to lie to you. I just, I can't come to show. It's too boring. It's too boring. Every time you come, it's the same thing. Kol nidre, kol nidre, kol nidre. <laughs> okay. So, and now let me tell you another joke. This is a joke that doesn't get told too often anymore because it's anachronistic in its uh, technological references. And this, this is a joke from like the 80s. I went to Altera, by the way. You're going to have to explain some of these things. Anachronistic? Yeah. So the Greek root C-H-R-O-N, chronos, chron like chronology, that means time, or, uh, yeah. So anachronistic, the A-N, means like not. So it means not of this time. So anachronistic would be like, um, well, classic anachronistic, uh, probably the most famous anachronism, is there's a clock chiming in Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And they didn't have clocks with chimes yeah. during the times of Julius oh, Caesar. Okay. So this is an anachronistic joke. There's a guy. There were frogs in his bed. There were frogs in his car. Right, exactly. That's how we that, do it in my family. That would be an anachronism. Okay. And um, so this guy comes to the rabbi, and he's like, Rabbi, we got a problem. Um, the seventh game of the World Series is the same night as Kol Nidre. Because that happens sometimes, because Kol Nidre is right. like Yom Kippur, Yom That's Kippur. an anachronistic because I'm a Mets fan, so that never <laughs> happens. <laughs> Since 1983. When, what? 86. 86? Yeah. Was when Ray Knight was a third baseman? That was Ray Knight. I, didn't, I, don't know. I just know Ray Knight scored. I don't know beyond that. Uh-huh. Was that when some crazy guy threw like a smoke bomb on the field? Ken Zion. I was two years old. Oh, you're two years old. So you don't really remember it? No. Uh-huh. Shea Stadium. Yes. Yeah. You know how many times I got that joke from people? What's Which your one? name? Shea's. Shea Stadium? Uh. Shea Stadium? Uh. You know the other one I get a lot? Chase Manhattan Bank? I know. I don't like either of those. No, they're not funny. Okay. No, they're not funny. <laughs> Very not funny. Um, so the guy goes, Rabbi, the problem is Kol Nidre is the same night as uh, seventh game of the World Series. So he says, Bernie. This other guy was Max. This guy's Bernie. Using all these are old jokes, Jewish. so we're using the old Jewish, yeah. yeah, names. Yeah, exactly. Sydney Irving. <laughs> oh, no, this Sydney shows the show stuff. I'm not going to the York's like plaque names. <laughs> so um, he says, uh, Bernie, haven't you heard of a VCR? See, that's why I say this is an anachronistic joke. He's like, sure, Rabbi, I got a VCR. It's like, so new? He's like, well, thank you, Rabbi. I never knew you could record Kol Nidre. <laughs> okay. Kol Nidre. All right, could, could, uh, could you also a real Kol Nidre? I think the people are getting itchy. Kol Nidre.
Okay. Cold Danger is done three times, so you know the first two will lead you into it, and the second one, the last one, the third one, you do a little. I do a little more on the uh, the uh, Tom Elian, as we'd call it. Is it just? It's not just you go louder. It's there's like instead of going me I'm I'll go me I'm A little more dramatic. Yeah, where you can go high, you go high, or you go. Okay, so just show us like how it builds, and you don't have to do like the whole thing three times, but right. yeah, because yeah, I'm gonna have to hear that in a few nights. <laughs> where in Brooklyn? <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna I'm gonna be a Beishmul Chabad oh, again oh. in. Um, Crown Heights, Brooklyn, where I was for Shoshana. Yeah, Baruch Hashem. So shout out to Beishmol Chabad in uh, Crown Heights, Brooklyn. Yeah. Our losses, Beishmol's gain. Maha, 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 Ah yeah 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 I understands this is as the sun is setting going into Yom Kippur Jewish days start at night right because when Hashem created the world but he there was night and then there was day and then that was a complete day um yeah by the way I'll tell you another vort about that that Jewish days start with the night not with the day they say when a man goes out working all day comes home at night has to know don't take home your work 
The day starts at the night. Set the refresh button as you walk through the door. Yeah. Okay. At any rate, so this is as the sun is setting and the day of Yom Kippur is beginning. And um, it's very somber. They take out the, the Torah scrolls out of the ark and uh, people hold them. It's like a thing you bid on. A lot of yeah. shuls, they auction it off, the honor to hold. Do you have any preferences as Chazan who's holding the... Yeah, yeah people who don't like to sing. Oh, could you t- give us a little insight into that? No, because I'll be throwing people under the bus who know me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so don't want to talk no, it's it's okay, it's a it's a little of a pet peeve when somebody's like. So we should explain. Especially, I like to ying. I I purposely ying when people yang. You like if they do because so, they think they're going to preempt what you're going to do. Oh, so you throw them off. I'll throw them off. You throw them off. Definitely. Like the Michael Jordan, like ankle breaking <laughs> crossover. Uh, crossover. The fake. <laughs> Yeah. Go so, right, they go left. <laughs> there's a thing you can bid an auction to hold yeah. the Torah scrolls during Kol Nidre. So, Mendy's saying that sometimes people do that. Is, do they do that because they want to be up there and like make a little fire with you? I think, you know, every, every, everything, is, everything's a, a, a every kibbutz has a, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, a skula. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. There's, I'm sure they sell some sort of skula for holding the Sefer Terra. So, uh-huh. it's usually. You know, the few daddy war bucks in the shoal are people who put out a couple bucks and they hold the terror. It's a big honor. Right. right. But you, you're saying your preference, and you're not speaking for all... Or people who want to hold the terror, not uh, be this chazin right. The honor is to hold the Torah scroll. That not itself... Sing, not sing kol nidre above a whisper. Not to make an ad hoc choir up there. Right. You, don't, you don't want a choir. It's a solo. I, listen, if you can sing a hum along, I'm fine. Sometimes I just get thrown off. Somebody's, you know, you know two octaves, two lower high and all. And not doing, you know, Kalnidra is a certain motif. You know, everybody does a slightly different, so, you know, he grew up, you know, they grew up with their chazan says, it goes up here, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I got to. Okay. So you hear that? If you get honored or you buy the honor to stand up there with the chazan to hold the Torah scroll during Kalnidra, don't help. <laughs> or like mommies always say, you want to help? Get out of the kitchen, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> okay. All right, so then that's, that's a Kalnidra, which means all vows. Um, by the way, one of my daughters asked me on Rosh Hashanah, when do I say Hatoris Nedarim? Good question. I have intelligent daughters, Baruch Hashem. The Erev Rosh Hashanah is a thing called uh, the annulment of vows. And some people do it with three. Some people, the Min Chabad is to do it with, a, ten. with ten, uh, which takes forever. And uh, I caught a guy trying to run away, by the way. I, I made him stay. He, he, he dined and dashed? He, he dined and dashed. I mean, yeah. he, got, he was the first one up and bounced. He was like the fifth guy. and then I mean, he ran, I, No, I said, no, no. no. Said, commitment, full commitment, all ten. So he got a replacement. Then I oh, let him leave okay. when he got a replacement. At any rate, yeah, that was like sitting by the pallet of water bottles outside of the third tent at the aisle. <laughs> That's where that was happening. I, I do three in and out three? in seven minutes. Okay, no, I, I need to, I need the I make sure you do Nusachari. Because yeah. you got, so I, I, I got, caught, I got caught with other nischayes. I think there's a lot more stuff. Oh, there's more it's stuff. It's like getting caught in Tashlich. It's like nine pages. Shimu no rabbeisai dayonim mumchim. That's all I know yeah. from it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my daughter asked me when do girls do this. I said, you know what? I happen to know this one. Um, women do the annulment of vows at Kol Nidre. They have in mind, yeah. Women don't do hataras nedarim at Rosh Hashanah, but they have in mind during Kol Nidre. To an older vows. And uh, if you can't make it to shul, by the way, not everyone can make it to shul. Right. Let's be real, you know, not everyone can make it to shul. So you can dive into yourself, by yourself, and you can have in mind when you say kol nidre that it's 
an annulment of vows, which is the literal meaning of right. it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, okay. So then, after Kol Nidre, I think we're even using two different, um, Machzayim, two different prayer books. I think we have different pagination right now. But, uh, what should we do? Then you have like a regular. Myra. Might have, right. Well, you have the slachna and whatever, it's all part of it. And then the chazan says shechiyonu, which is like something we don't do all year. Yeah, shechiyonu. That's my one Arab Yom Kippur preparation. I go and buy something new. Right. Now, normally you would say shechiyonu for Yom Tif at Kiddush. Right. But there is no Kiddush. Candle lighting for women and Kiddush for men. Right. Women say shechiyonu. Very good. Thank you for thinking about the women. The women make their shechiyonu bracha during candle lighting. Men make at Kiddush, generally speaking. All the women are also mechuyav in Kiddush, Midaraisa, but um, generally the custom is that men make Kiddush. And, but it, the problem is, in Kippur, we don't, unless, God forbid, someone was so ill but, uh, that they had to eat. But uh, no, we don't make Kiddush. So this is interesting you point this out because women have already made their shech, you know, during candle lighting. I assume. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they're already, they've already made that blessing. It's the men who need to be very careful, to be attentive, to hear the chazan say the shechionu uh, blessing, and to answer amen. And not to say baruchu baruch shemaya, as we yeah. normally do when we hear Well, they, the start, they, go, they say with the chazan, but they finish earlier. I think is what it says. In what does it say? Letter. What does the small letter say? Uh, I haven't done this in a year. <laughs> Everybody says it. Is there, is there a rule of no uh, Hebrew on this podcast? Or? No, but you, you can Only say the Hebrew, class. but then you have to translate. You have to translate. Yeah. So the, uh, the blessing of Shekhyonu, Yeah. every Kal Yachid has to say it, every individual has to say it, but quietly, and they should finish before the uh, Shliach Tzibur. That means the, you, the Chazim. Me, and yeah. uh, they, so they can answer Amen. Oh, so you get bo- best of both worlds. You make right. the blessing yourself. And you say Amen. And you to finish the, in time to, to say, say Amen to the Chazim. To the Chazim. Yeah. That's wonderful. Okay, so then there's a regular mitiv, and by the way, I'll tell you a regular mitiv. I'll tell you there's a story that a guy went to Kotsk, you know the the Kotsker Rebbe, Rebbe Menachem Mendel of Kotsk, yeah, which is like the predecessor of Ger Ksivis. So um, a guy went to Kotsk, and it was he went for Yom Kippur, and the Gabba, you know the, the what do you call the Gabba in English? The sexton? The sexton, yeah. Big word. <laughs> That's one of those words that nobody uses except when they're trying to translate Hebrew, like phylacteries. Phylacteries. Yeah. Uh, what's a sukkah? A tabernacle? A tabernacle. Which is foul yeah. language apparently in Canada, in Quebec. Yeah, yeah, in Quebec, yeah. yeah tabernacles. Uh, they say it a little bit differently, yeah. but I don't want to say because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there could be some innocent kid in Quebec watching this, and I'm going <laughs> to... Be swearing in his parents. What are you watching over there? I told you it's not safe to watch those yeah. Jews. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? So the Gabai. Yeah, the Gabai. So he, in Kotsky, he's like, Yes, Gateman Davenin Maidiv. Like, we're going to go pray the evening prayer. And the guy was, the visitor was like so upset. He's like, What? The evening prayer? This is Kol Nidre. This is the. He didn't like that. So he said, I'm not coming back to Kotsk. But then later on, he did. He came for Pesach. And after Maidav, they said, like, yes, Gateman, us in uh, dinner. He's like, what? Call this dinner? It's a Seder. 
He was like, I'm disgusted. And he, he, he expressed his disgust. And uh, the Gabai, the sexton, said to him, Why are you disgusted? He's like, Well, I came here, Yim Kippur, and you called uh, Kol Nidre Mairev, which just means a regular evening prayer. And I came here for Pesach, and you called the Seder dinner. dinner. <laughs> he says, Listen, buddy, in Kotsk, every Mairev is a Kol Nidre, and every dinner is a Seder. He's like, Oh, now I feel like a fool. Now I'm the fool. Okay, so it's a regular Maidav, basically, a regular Yomtev Maidav. Right. You say Shema. Oh, but there's something different that's very exciting oh. for me. Yeah. So when we say Shema, the evening Shema. You don't say Shema with your little kids? You say this every night out loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, but we go, oh, no, shame. Yeah, like yeah, a loud whisper. You haven't met my it's kids. The loud whisper. Oh, yeah. It's called a stage whisper. Yeah. But on, uh, on uh, Yom Kippur, so we say Shema, and then we say, Baruch Shem Kveid Malchusei Le'elam Vod, like loud. loud. You know why we yeah. say it loud? Because we're Malachim. Yeah, we're angels. Yeah. And angels. apparently, Baruch Shem is like a thing that angels say. Right. And so normally... We steal it and we say it quietly, so they don't quiet, know we're saying like, it along exactly, with it. Exactly. But now like, it's out the bag on Yom exactly. Kippur. And that's why we dress in white, and we do other... We don't eat, and we do other angelic things. Yes. Or we don't do things that are not not angelic. Yeah. Okay. And then starts the uh, basically slichas, for better or worse of a term. Yeah. By the way, someone's saying here in, in the comments very low sound. Why are they saying low sound? Huh? Sounded okay. To me. <laughs> I, got I wish, I wish you would talk closer to the mic. Is what somebody told me. I don't know if that helps. Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, we should talk closer. Yeah, all is right. Is the white the barometer of loud? So, the track one and track two. Hold on a second. Can you talk, talk into your mic. Better? Yeah, okay. Okay, we just have to make sure to talk into the mic. All right. All right. Um, yeah, just make sure to talk. So then, um, so we dive in, so we say Shema and the blessings of Shema, and then we have the Amidah. Okay, so everyone says their own standing prayer, and we're not going to go through that because that's, everyone does that individually. And at the end of that prayer, you have al Khait. We'll talk about al Khait when we get to the repetition, when we do al Khait. Okay, so you say al Khait, which is confession for different sins okay and then um where does that finish where does the shmanesa belachash finish on mine i think it's like page 41 and then <laughs> yeah, yeah yala right yala okay fine so then what happens is there is no repetition of the shmanesa at an evening service ever ever Right. So what happens here is we have piyutim, uh, like poet. Uh, I think I believe. You know what? I never actually looked into this, but I assume that piyutim is a cognate with poetry. I hope that's a safe assumption. Maybe it's a false cognate, but piyutim are poetry. 
Um, and hymns, hymns, yeah, H Y M N. That's right, hymns. Yes. Um, so this is this is some poetry. You know, can I tell you a poem? Sure. I think that I shall never see a poem as lovely as a tree, a tree that looks at God all day and lifts her leafy arms to pray, a tree that may in summer wear a nest of robins in her hair. Poems are made by fools like me, but only God can make a tree. That poem actually was written by a guy who has a rest stop in New Jersey named for him. And if anybody can write in the uh, YouTube chat what the name of that rest stop is in New Jersey, we will send you a free... Do you want to show this off a little bit? I like this yarmulke. It's the uh, 7-Eleven logo. It looks like a 7-Eleven logo. But it says, yeah, I'm going to bring it up. It says Chavivin instead of 11. It looks like a 7-Eleven logo, but really it doesn't say 11. Where it says 11, it says... By the way, this pushka here, you see, it's mounted to the wall. This is, yeah, Lamavich Rebbe spoke about this, that when you, you have the pushka in the room, it shouldn't just be on the table, it should like be part of the room really? itself. Yeah, so I, I did not know that. Yeah, so I mounted it here huh. to the to the wall. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So, uh, Yale. Okay. Could you tell us a little bit about Yale? Oh, I just sing. You tell about Yale. I tell about it. Uh, it's a <laughs> it's a piut, which is a cognate with poet. And I lost the page. Yale. Okay, you're gonna do Yale. Um, it's basically Yale means go up, or should go up, may it go up. So basically, we're saying, Yale tachnune, tachnunenu me'erev. Let our tachnunem, our supplications, go up this evening, meaning right now, kol nidre. Vayove shavasenu mibeker. And our pleas come before you in the morning. Vayero'e rinunenu ad orev. And then uh, our prayer should be favorably accepted until evening. Basically, it's mapping out the 26 hours of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is like 26 hours because... You're saying go mic closer to the mic. Well, closer to the mic. Yom Kippur is like 26 hours. You start off um, a little bit early because the fast is supposed to start before Shkia. Shkia means... The sunset, the beginning of sunset, and uh, you don't finish until well after nightfall. Right. So it ends up being like 26 hours. So basically, we're mapping out evening, morning, evening, um, and it's basically saying what's going to happen over. It's like a preview, sort of yeah. like a preview of the next 26 hours. Laying out the day. Now, 
the 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 nigun that we use for yala. I'm assuming. Should I make an assumption? I think I've been with the Yim Kippur before. Last year, for sure. Yeah, I was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. It's called Yala. It's called Yala. That is what it is. <laughs> is and, and that's a Chabad Nigun? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so, too. Yeah, could you give us a little bit of the... like that till the end. I love that niggin. Well, that niggin's used generally in most Chabad shuls by Yala, and I think on, when you say uh, in Min HaMetzar, they finish off. Yeah. Then what's the, what are the, uh, the last four stanzas that you repeat twice? Yeah. A lot of people select that one. The, okay. It works well. All right, this is a tip for next Rosh Hashanah. <laughs> Let's see if anyone remembers that. Okay, that, that's the beautiful piyut, Yale. And uh, I haven't gotten anyone telling us yet who wrote the tree poem. Okay, now on my page 44, you have Darkecho. And uh, I don't know, what, what page do you have it on? I have it on uh, 265. Okay. I have the old the old print. I have a very old print yeah. as well. Okay. Darkecha is um, one of the nigunim that the Lubavitcher Rebbe taught. And it's a big hit in Chabad houses. It happens to be a great nigun. And it's... Uh, I, I, I find that uh, the night of Yom Kippur has like a lot of great tunes. Yes. 
Yeah, do you find that too? I, I love Night and Kipper, especially yeah. when the whole crowd's into it and everybody's yeah. singing. It's a beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they're not tired yet from it's the a fast. <laughs> it's a nice 40 minutes. You know, but it's funny, t- talking about tired from the fast, it's the hardest time to dive in because you just ate. Yeah. I find Nila is much easier than <laughs> calling it Dre Night. Mm. So it's easier to dive in after almost 24 Fasting, hours of yeah, fast. with nothing in your system, nothing sitting yeah. in your stomach or your chest or anything. Yeah. Much easier. Uh-huh. No, but, but, but we force our way through it. It's fine. <laughs> okay. What well, we wouldn't do for our, for our community. That's right. Okay. So then that's really the meaning of a shliach tzibur. Shliach tzibur is the official title of a chazan. Shliach tzibur means the emissary or the agent of the community. Hmm. And that's what you really are. I think you represent our community. If they like it or don't like it, I, I was sent up. <laughs> Okay, do a little darkecha for us. Darkecha eloikeinu lehadicha pecha l'roim velatoivim vehisihilosecha lemanecha eloikeinu asay then you say Tala Arucha. <clears throat> I actually sing it. What do you do? Show us what you do. Tala Arucha you if I would join in at that point you have a pass no, the whole crowd sings. It's beautiful. Dark I threw that. I threw me off because I've heard the Rebbe singer like that. Oh yeah. Yes. Low like that. Yeah. Really. Yes. Maybe so, I'm misremembering, but I, I I recall hearing I, in yeshiva we used to listen at night. Uh, our dorm council used to put on Rebbe singing and telling uh, sipurim. Mm-hmm. So I I I recall the Rebbe singing in a low tune as well. Wow. So generally, what people sing is not like uh, that. No, but I heard both, obviously. Oh, you've heard both. Okay. okay. But. Darkecho eloikeinu lehadicha pecho l'oroim velatoivim vehisilosecho Lemanecho eloike inu asay Veloyelonu Riyayamidoseinu Dalim vedeikim It's gorgeous. Thank you. Okay. Oh. I, I want to do another song that I really like. And this comes, we'll flip a few more pages. And we have this beautiful piyut, which is a possible cognate with poet, poetry, <laughs> uh, called kihine. Kihine kachoimer, 
behold, like chayma, like substance, biyad hayoitzer, in the hands of the molder. That we're comparing ourselves metaphorically. We are like this substance in the hands of the former, not former like the le- former on the mm-hmm. ladder, but the guy who forms stuff. Birtsay mm-hmm. at his will, at his whim, he can uh, expand it. say at his whim, mikatser he can shorten it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, meaning make it smaller. It. Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. Kain anachno, so are we biyodcha in your hand. We're speaking to Hashem. Chesed neitzer. So therefore we're asking Hashem to preserve or to remember kindness. And then each stanza is another. I just find this so beautiful, These the, the, the words here. Um, I'm just going to go through it because I just, I love the poetry here. Kihine ko'evin, biyad mesates, like a stone in the hand of the mason, not the Freemasons. We don't have any <laughs> conspiracy theories over here. Okay? A regular old mason who just, he's a craftsman. He makes stuff out of stone. Okay? At his will, he retains it. Or he smashes it. Whatever he wants. It could go, could go either way. So are we. In your hand. The one who enlivens and who brings death. Labris, so we say to Hashem, Labris habet. Stare at the covenant. Don't turn toward, like don't pay attention to the Yetzer, the evil inclination. Like, don't pay any attention to that guy. Kihine, now here's another. Kihine kegarzen. Like a garzen. A garzen is a, usually we say like an axe. Biyad hechoresh. In the hand of the, uh, well, my translation over here says the smith. All right. Birtzai say dibek la'or. If he wants to, he throws it in the fire. Birtzai say perosh. If he wants to, pulls it out. Kene So are we in your hand. Toimech anivarosh. The one who supports both the poor man and the other kind of poor man. It's basically uh, saying the, our lack of power, our lack of... We're totally dependent. Dependent, yeah. Right, like, you can do whatever you want. Or just, right. Yeah, yeah. Again, we say, look at the covenant that you made with us. Don't pay any attention to the evil inclination. Like, you know what a hege is? I learned this word from this prayer because I didn't know it before until I learned till I one year I was looking in the English in my Hebrew English Machser. I knew what a Malach was well see a Malach usually is an angel. We referred to it earlier. But here it's not. No, it's not. Malach can also be a sailor. Isn't a Malach isn't a Malach with an Aleph? Oh yeah, it's spelled different. Yeah. Um yeah. So uh a Hege is an anchor, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, I think it's an anchor. If he wants, he grabs it. If he wants, he just tosses it. The strong, like Papa, they say, let me. He ate a spinach. Sorry, in your hand. Hashem, who is a good and forgiving God. And again, we say, It's chuchis is glass. 
A glass blower. What? It's like glass on the hands of a glass blower. That's right. Yeah, Biad Mazageg. Mazageg is a glass blower guy. If he wants to, he forms it. See, it rhymes. Or he melts it. Hashem who over see you see it, it rhymes. Hashem who overlooks both uh, purposeful sins and unwitting sins. And then we say the chorus again. Yiriya is like a tapestry, I believe. And a reikim is a tapestry guy, like a weaver. If he wants to, he straightens it out. You know, like when you when you have a loom and you're like you straighten it out. I think. Or if he wants, he could twist it. I guess. I'm not sure what the repercussions of that are. Really. Changes the design. Changes, changes the design. how it looks. Okay. Can enachnu biyodcha. Kale Kanoi Venei came. Well, this is kind of scary. Vengeful God of Retribution. I don't know why I say that. Abris Habet Va'altefen Le'yetzer. Okay. Kihine Kakasaf Biyad HaTzeref. Like a silver. You know, um, probably it's referring to like an ingot of silver. Ingot yeah. is an English like word. a bar or a that chunk. I learned from English translations of rabbinic literature. I've never actually encountered the word ingot anywhere anywhere else. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it right. But an ingot of yeah. silver. Yeah, it is. Oh, you know that word? It's in, I think it's in a lot of English, old English, uh, like British yeah. English and books. I don't read that stuff. Oh, okay. Neither do I, but. Okay. <laughs> like this ingot of silver in the hand of the silversmith. You know, Sagseg means, it means that he, I think, puts, like, alloys in it. Yeah, yeah. But say, say, mitzadev, or he does the opposite, he refines it more. Like, purifies Purifies, huh? Yeah. Kena nachnu biyodcha. You're going to have good kavona during this piyut now. I am now. You know, all these different crafts. Mamtsi lamazer teref. Uh, the one who finds uh, a cure for our wound. Now you think those words are beautiful. You should hear it sung to this beautiful nigun. Is, is this, I believe this is uh, a charaton of nigun. Is that correct? I don't know. I'm terrible. You just know the song. <laughs> okay, sing us the song. No. <laughs> you got excited and you're like, oh, no, the wrong nigun. Yad ha-mesateis 
couple times until you finish. Etc. Okay. So I just want everyone to know we're still in the evening service. <laughs> yes. Not going in there for a while? All right. Grab a seltzer. Yeah. I have, I have more seltzer, by the way. <laughs> uh, all right. So then there's like uh, slichas. I think they call this slichas. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you uh do you sing the Ashamna uh, Gadno over here? Uh yeah. Uh what what's the English? Just give us a rendition. I think it's Slaklona first, no? Uh, Slaklona is nice. And the whole show singing. Right after Shmakelenu, cop, and there's another. Okay, so why, why don't you take us through that? Those highlights. Yeah. So right after Shmakelenu, then uh, we open. Well, maybe we'll do Shmakelenu. we open up the Alright, so Shmakaleno, that's like call and response, yeah. right? Shmakaleno, alright. Shmakaleno, Ashamalekeno, Chus, Vidachimaleno. We do that through the year a few times. Yeah, it's okay, not... fine. And that's, that's, a, that's a general thing we do anytime we say a Slichus prayer. Correct. Yeah. Okay. We just did it in Slichus for okay, a week. And then Elakina Velakeva Senu, Slachlono. Okay. Slachlono, Mechalono, Kapedalono, Okiyano. This is another name from the You know, when I was younger and lacked a lot of patience, it would like, oh, come on, you're schlepping, you're ayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
Ashamenu, Bagadenu, Gazalenu, Dibarnu, Dayifi. And also know the Hebrew alphabet and realizing you're yeah. going through Aleph, Beis, Gimel, it's... And again, Rashanu, Shikhasnu, Tiavnu, Tainu, Titanu. And then there's a lot more talking to yourself. Okay. And then, and then there's the first Alchait. First Alchait. Okay. Alchait is a prayer that we say, mm-hmm. uh, I think, 10 times over the whole Yom Kippur. We say it in the Sarn Shman Esrei, and you say it in the repetition of Shman Esrei. Right. Kazan doesn't say it out loud 10 times, but. Right. If you say all the prayers, the silent ones as well as the out loud ones, you end up saying it tonight. Yeah. And these are different sins that we're confessing to. Yeah. <laughs> What what does this mean? We're asking forgiveness for the sin that we committed against you with the evil inclination. Isn't every sin committed by use of the evil inclination? So you, want, you know, this is Lubavitcher Rebbe's question. You want to know the answer? Yes. The sin we've committed against you with the Yetzirah means a particular sin of not refining and rechanneling the impulses of the Yetzirah, finding ways to use that same energy for good. The sin of squandering the energy that we were misusing and we could have put that same energy to productive use. So it's like a sin of omission when when we don't rechannel that energy. Yeah. Okay, and so every section of Alchet, you sing the last line. Finish off the last Alchet and Alchet, and then we are Kulam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and at the end, it's pretty standard Slichis, right. and then Zavinu Makenu. Uh-huh. Now, Zavinu Makenu is the same for Moshe and those who would Except like. Except you add the first line oh. is different. Oh, thank you for catching that. I always say it quickly to myself. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, wait, hold on a second. Where, you're talking about where we we switch switch it to, wait, where are you saying it's different? In Yom Kippur, you add the first one. It's You don't say that in Rosh Hashanah. You only say this on Yom Kippur, that line. I believe so. Now Now I'm doubting myself. See what you did to me? Hold on a second. I'm gonna be right back. I have the Rosh Hashanah on me. Oh, you have Rosh Hashanah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also But I have it in this Machsa. the last one? I also have a Rosh Yeah. Here. Yeah, I just read whatever it says. You don't say? But we were saying it during Sesame Tshuva, right? Have I been saying it correctly? Sesame Tshuva? 
I realized there's an Asherah Tshuva. You say Hamelach Hamishpat, Hamelach Hakadosh. Right. It was a, it was an epiphany to me. This. No. Avinu Malkinu Chatanu Lefanecha. Hold on a second, buddy. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. There's there. That's a regular. It's oh, a, I love the this. new jumbo chitas. Oh, I love that. And it's a regular siddur. That's a big siddur. But the Rebbe said every cheder tzivas Hashem should have. A Siddur, a Chumash, a Tanya. I think you were saying it wrong. Let's 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 what see. What was I saying? No, let's see, let's see what Avinu Malkinu. Okay, you think I was saying it wrong? Oh, I don't think oh, you said. I think time. I think I had a little bit of. I never even noticed that you said. It may say it. I just don't say it during a Sesame Chuma. Where are we at? Looking it up. Learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. You found it yet? No, I'm off. So I'm looking at the, uh, uh, for sure you're right, Rosh Hashanah, Avinu Malkeinu, the first line is, Avinu Malkeinu, Ein Lono Melech Ela Ata. Yeah, and you don't say, Chatanu Lefanecha. Yeah, because a lot of people will sing, and then they'll go into, uh, they'll go into uh, the rest of the Avinu Malkeinu, right. and they'll miss See, that. See, I've always wondered, do you count and that? And they'll that. When you're singing it, and you say, Ein Lono Melech Ela Ata, do you count? You think I go back and say it again? Yeah. Oh, because I'm repeating words? Yeah, I don't know. No, I count it. You count it. Yeah. <laughs> and what about in a regular Avina Malkano, like for a fast day? Or Sesame Chuva? What does it say there? In the old Tilas Hashem Sidurim was page 277. Right. I, I know all the old okay. ones, like 96 is Ashrei, 106 is Vuhurachum, 188 uh, is Benching, 128 is uh, Lechon See, I wouldn't know that, but you would know that. Because that's. Part of uh, your life. It does say, Avinu Makena Chatan Lavanecha. And a regular Avinu Makena. And the regular Avinu Makena, okay. Right. So it's just Rosh Hashanah, we don't say it. Oh, I may have been skipping it all my life. Well, <laughs> I'm glad that we caught that, that we straightened that out. Okay. You learn something new every day. Okay. Well, I learned that we don't say it on Rosh Hashanah. But you know what? I'm 99.9% sure that I didn't say it on Rosh Hashanah, and I'll tell you why. You just read what's in front of you. Because I just read what's in front of me, and I really can't believe it. I would have added a line. Added it, yeah. Balpet. I really, I don't think I would have done that. Okay. So if you want to see how Hazen Mendy sings Avina Malkano, please watch our video called How to Make Rosh Hashanah Services More Interesting, which is also on all platforms. Yeah, okay. And then basically... Aleno, and we're done. Yeah. Yeah. And... Shachris is the same. Okay. So the next morning, yeah, Shachris is the same. Now where it changes from a regular Shabbos or Yom Tif is at HaMelech. But we showed that on Rosh Hashanah because it's the same as Rosh Hashanah. Right. So again, if you want to see how that's done, you go and watch our video called How to Make Rosh Hashanah Services More Interesting. And um, so we're not going to redo that. Okay. Um, everything is the same, except when you come to Shema again. You're getting some feedback from the peanut gallery? From the, from the main peanut gallery. What's the, peanut, what's, what's the main peanut the, the, gallery? They're the, the hucklers and the Muppets, is what they call themselves. Oh, Statler and Waldorf? Yeah, that's Statler and, and Waldorf. And they're, you see, 
the hecklers from the propane Muppets. and propane accessories. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the endless useless knowledge. That was your shout out, guys. <laughs> okay. So Shma uh, again, you're gonna say Baruch Shem Kaved out loud, like an angel, not like a sailor, but like an angel. I always wondered when I was a kid, before I was a bar mitzvah, and I was eating in Yom Kippur. Is like there anything special in benching you say for Yom Kippur? Really? <laughs> I, I, I always thought I about that. I think there is. I think if you have to eat Yom Kippur, you're supposed to say... Yom, Yom Hadin? I mean, what, what do you say? It's not written anywhere. You're right, but you have to go find out. <laughs> but yeah, I think you do. I think you do. There's some type of a story... Um, okay, whatever. I'm not going to guess while we're live on YouTube. Um, so where do things start to get different? Uh, the Shmanasva, the standing prayer is the same as what we said last night. The same as what we said. No, no, do, you, do you daven chakras? Yeah, but not for the Ahmed. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Last year, when I dabbled, AJ dabbled chakras, yeah. right? Yeah, AJ doing, yeah, you're doing it again. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when we go to the repetition of chakras... This keeps you involved. Chakras, and, chakras keeps you busy. Keeps you busy. It's a lot of answering. A lot of... Um, chazan v'kahal. Right, which is like call and response... Yeah. Cousin says one line. Congregation says one line. Do you like to save time by like everyone singing together simultaneously? Well, you have to pick a song that fits. So that's something you have to work on. And I, you know, how many times could I sing "A Little Bird Is Calling"? Oh, and when do you do the "Little Bird Is Calling"? I do that in Neela. Actually, I use it. You use it for Neela? Yeah, I may throw it in. Yeah, but I. I Where in chakras would you use it? Can you show us some of the chakras participatory <laughs> stuff where you throw in some nice tunes? Everybody has their, every, every Baltfield has their thing. You know, they'll sing. You could do the regular one, but you want to change it up. You just did the regular one during chakras, during, you know, Psyche de Zimra. Right. So a lot of Baltfield will, you know, sing a different Hader's Vamuna than you sing regularly. Uh, it can get it can get tiring to just to do. So you'll throw a you'll throw a song in there every once in a while, just to shake it up. Like so a, basically, you're telling us. See, I never knew this. This insider baseball of this is spontaneous. Basically, you're standing there. And well, most Baltimore have some have an idea what they're going to do. Like I have. For, Did you ever I have nothing written completely in do, do something like first t- pierce some reshine like. Naked, take take a a first time attempt at matching a a song to a at the Ahmed? Yeah, absolutely not. No, no, <laughs> I, okay. I don't. I don't okay. believe so. No. So you have like a. I'll have a few lined up, and if one could, and the one that I'm least, uh-huh. you know, into, all of a sudden I'll just grab it and go with it. Right. And what's the worst? You make a fool out of yourself for two minutes, and then you move on to right, the next two one. Minutes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Okay. And if it's a song everybody knows they're singing anyway, though, you know, it's cringy for yourself when you're like, oh, I didn't really practice, you know, sticking this, you know, to put it in the margins well, where you're like, you have to say words too quick because it really doesn't fit. Mm-hmm. Like for, for uh, Rosh Hashanah, yeah. I said I wouldn't sing uh, Unasana Taikif. Yeah. And you know what? I worked out a song that I liked. Oh, really? And with like 
within 24 hours, I pulled it off. Beautiful. Which is really not my my thing. I like to know I, I have it, you know, mm-hmm. tight. But, By the way, I'm looking here at the YouTube comments. I wasn't looking before. But this is from 10 minutes ago. Yeah, yeah Avram Volovic says, You always say, Hatono Lefanecha, except Rosh Hashanah. Thank you, Avramo. <laughs> okay. Anyways. But as Rabbi Tab said, I, I read whatever it says in the Siddur. Whatever it says in the city, that's what we say. But I know when you start, you start, I, I, I always make sure, you know, in an undertone. Okay. Um, all oh, because I guess, Rosh Hashanah, you don't want to remind Hashem, so we omit that. Can I show you? Because Rosh is Yem Adin. It's one of the things I have at my desk all year round, but it's very apropos. See? I think you need weights and me- New York State weights and measures to come in, because <laughs> it looks a little lopsided, slightly. Yeah, it is a little lopsided. Yeah. That's cool. And that's that's the kafskos. That's the merits. Those are the merits there. Here. What's up here? We'll weigh it down. Yeah. Here, here are the merits. Gonna weigh down the merits over there. Okay, um, what else from Shankras do you want to share with us? There's a lot of, there's, uh, well, there's, okay, Avis, Mesei Chacham, it's a lot of repetition from, uh, a lot of repetition from Rosh Hashanah. A lot of this is like Chazan saying and the crowd, you know, repeating, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, okay. So, you know, every, every Baltfil has a different, you know, either they'll sing it, so I don't have anything written here, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to wing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Uh, yeah, I'll bomb right now if I tried that. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, then the Muna, the Keder Din. It's pretty standard. And then you end with Avinu Malkeinu. Yeah. Okay. And then you have the Torah reading. It's it's more of a uh, exercise exercise of uh, what exertion versus. Uh, you, you think Shachris is more like even even Musaf. There's a few stamina. Musaf throws you a few bones, as I call it. It's like there's a few pieces of meat to chew on, and the rest of it, a lot of it's a lot of back and forth. You know. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of chaz in the call. Uh-huh. But the Balshachar gets Chamoel and Bein Melitz Yesher and Eid Yisgerlon, in which you don't get uh, Rosh Hashanah and Shachars. It's only in Musaf. But in uh, Yom Kippur... So that's something that a Shachar's uh, Chazan would care about. Well, if you want it, there's, there's another piece to do versus just uh You're saying it's more reading. interesting, more yeah, fun yeah. for the Shachar's Chazan. There's a pause and you can shine. Yeah. <laughs> it's his opportunity to maybe yeah. sort of implicitly audition as a Balmusaf, perhaps for the next year. Perhaps. If, if, the, if the breakaway shul is sent to spies. <laughs> sending spies. Send spy. Oh, that guy, he said that main male is Yeshua pretty. They're going, they're going what, headhunting? What are they going? Yeah, headhunting, yeah. Like recruiters, scouting, scouting. How were you scouted? How was I scouted? I'm married to the rabbi's sister. But you could speak about your own merits. You were chazening before. You're saying scouted to where? Oh, my no, first. No, as a chazan okay. in general. So, <laughs> so my father's about Phil has been doing it for many, many years. And uh, by the way, I was very surprised. Chaim Cohn was like telling me that his memories of <laughs> is my father in Bar Park. Yeah, that's what, yeah. <laughs> so my father, uh, my my father's about Phil. So we all we all know it pretty well just from we have an idea of the of the davening. Like a family business. <laughs> like a family business. Uh, and when I was 13, my mother volunteered me to go daven for a shleach. Where? 
in, say, can you say? Of course. I was the main shliach in Portland, Maine by Rabbi Moshe Walansky. Wow. I did that for four years. So your first High Holidays pulpit. And I didn't know what I was doing. Was I, I knew, the, I, I knew the, the meat on the bone pieces, but the in-betweeners, I was winging mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm sure he was happy just to have relief, just to have somebody. Yeah, I'm not sure what he did before then, but I went there. I went there Rosh Hashanah, and there's another guy uh, who I went with, a younger man. And I did most of because I was the 13-year-old. How tall were you? I, I've been asked to be, to be part of a minion when I was like 11, 10. When you were 11. So I was close to, I was close was to six feet tall. When, yeah. he, when he was your counselor. Oh, but I was much, I think I was, but, no, yeah. I was 13, you're right. Yeah. I was tall. Yeah, I was yeah. tall. I was yeah. almost six feet tall. So I'm, what I'm saying is that although you were 13, perhaps yeah. the congregation did not feel like, what is that little kid doing there? They probably thought you were <laughs> 17. Uh, maybe. Did you put no. on a talus? Yes. You did? Yes. Do you remember that? Yeah. Were you, did you, were, were you conflicted about no, it? No, not at all. Because it's not our custom no, to wear a talus Neither our custom to wear a, to wear a kittle when you're the Baltzfila oh, on Rosh Hashanah. So you know what? I've, years I have done it and years I have not done it. And this year I just forgot, so I didn't wear it. I know the Baltzfila outside this year uh, in, in, the t- in Achabad, in the, second, in the first minion. Mm-hmm. I'll take the second minion status. Mm-hmm. In the first minion, he, d- he does wear a kittel, and I just did It's didn't. part of the theater. Yeah. People like it. Theater, yeah. Why don't you wear one of those black hats with a bobble on the top? Because I wear a talus over my head. Well, you could wear the talus. Like I always, I always tell people, it's like I, like I don't sing in public. I don't sing... I never pick up a mic and sing. Mm-hmm. But davening is different. And davening is davening. It's like, daven. like I daven in 770 in front of you know, 3,000, 4,000 people. It doesn't bother me because I'm, da- I'm davening anyhow. I'm davening. Mm-hmm. The whole theater part of it is not for me. You were Shlich in 770 downstairs? First, first week I was married, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Shabbos? Shabbos. Shachris or Musaf? Friday night. Oh, Friday night. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And that's there's like a uh, thousand people at least, maybe yeah. more. Yeah. I've dived in there. I've dived in there. Uh-huh. Uh I moved out of town, so uh-huh. not not so often. That's fantastic. I used to get chided when I was coming back to Karnites for Shabbos, and I would be. I would Somebody wrote here. I, I won't say his last name, but his name is Peretz. <laughs> is it another? Is it another she one? Said Mandy, please sing the real Me'ain Melitzvah. <laughs> so I, I have a there's, there's, there's a couple things about Nusach, quote unquote Chabad that irk me. Yeah. Because everybody thinks it happened in 770. It's Terumis Right. So my my Peretz's father doesn't do it either. So I don't know why he's. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> So there's like I I, I <laughs> Talshevsky was a it was a Baltzfil I really loved to listen to I used to love listening to. Mm-hmm. So he had a thing on Yumtif. He would go in Hashkivenu. No, he did it on Yumtif. Oh, that wasn't the Friday night. Right. He only dived in really Pesach by night. And he, on Yumtif he would mm-hmm. he would do that Hapedis. So okay. every Lubavaj Macher from from a certain age Believes this is Yom Tov Nusach. Uh-huh. That became official. So it, and it became it's, it's, it's literally, it because happened in Lubavitch. It Lubavitch it's, it's Yom Tov Nusach. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, uh-huh. it's not. It's, it's Kapov Kagan's Shabbos Nusach. That mm-hmm. he, he said, it's beautiful. I'm going to use it for Yom Tov. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, so he's, he's saying, do Hamel. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know where it comes from. 
Uh, I can't have to do it. If you if you di- if you veer off of that nusach, it's like you shot someone. Yeah. Well, I, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What move did you make from the Ahmed that aroused the most um, uh, ire? <laughs> ire from the from the crowd. Yes. And, and depends where. Tell us anywhere. The the biggest like. So I haven't done in seven seventy. Rosh Hashanah. The crowd the most. You know that uh, it's not what I'm used to. You know everybody yeah. has that. It's not what I'm used to. So it's like <laughs> my father once did in seven seven. He once <laughs> jumped a fidav and he said, "You know what? The whole world does this. The heck with it." The whole world does it. Lubavitch doesn't do it. Why? Okay. Does it make it? Does is it not Lubavitch? I don't know. But the whole world on Yomtiv and. Pretty much. Has when did the same. he do that? One year Yomtiv, he said. What What does Yomtiv mean? On Yom on on Shal Shagalim. Ah, uh-huh. like a Pesach or a Shul. Yeah, uh, he did that tune. But Lubavitch is okay. It's regular Shabbos, right? right? Yeah. But the whole world for Yomtiv. Oh, that's a Yomtiv. Yeah, does that tune? So your father did that in seven seventy. Yeah. yeah. And Spitz Chabad was oh, yeah. 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 It was yeah, it was it was pretty <laughs> we laugh at it because it's I, I think it's a lot more Amaratsis than anything else. Because mm-hmm. one tone dev chazan now let me flip happened the to be from, from Neville doesn't make it Terimisinai. Let me flip the question here and ask you, what could a chazan do that would draw your ire? It would upset you. Putting me on the spot. Uh, no. What would you hear and you'd be like, hmm, I don't like that. I, I, I learned many years ago, don't sing Rosenblatt like Rosenblatt. You know, sing, sing Rosenblatt like Mendy Hertz can sing Rosenblatt. Don't try to be, it's like, this is not what I'm used to. Yeah, I do it a little different. I'm doing it the way I can do it. We're mm-hmm. going all the same on the same highway. You took the left lane, I took the right lane. You take the speeding lane. You take, it's, I, but I, nothing really irks me. I, I mean, I, I hate when people start in a gunim just to start a, not not say from hate, but just start a song to start a song that just has nothing to do with the nothing to do with the piece. Mm-hmm. If a piece fits, if, if it's, it's an inappropriate, not an, you know it's inappropriate. Just like why, for yeah. us, yeah. it's like just just to start a nigun. It's beautiful. Yeah, but it's like they're pandering basically, almost, or it's or just getting, getting away with it. You're just getting away with <laughs> yeah. it. It's a cheap move. <laughs> I mean, but nothing, nothing. I'm, I'm pretty mellow. I, nothing really irks me. And you can always walk out, by the way. You can walk out. <laughs> Vote with your feet. <laughs> uh, Vote with your feet. Okay. All right. So let's move on to Musaf. Now, uh, Musaf is long. Normally, a regular Musaf on a regular day is very short, much shorter than Chakras. Yeah. On a regular, I don't want to say a regular day because you never say Musaf on a regular day, but I'm saying... As Musaf goes, yeah. As Musaf goes, down the days. By the way, do you know what the cow's favorite tefillah was? Musaf. That's right. That's very good. That's a laffy taffy joke. And do you know why the lion loved the Pesach seder? No, you got me. Because he got more roar. (laughs) You got a red light in a second. (laughs) Got more roar. Oh, there's Yisker. Do you know Shliach once made me stay in for Yisker? He goes, I'm paying you. I need to be in the of the crowd. <laughs> You're oh going to sing goodness. a piece during Yisker. Oh, my goodness. My parents are still around. Yes. 
I was like, I was 17 years old. I really didn't have you enough didn't fight stand in up me. For yourself. Because you were a little 17-year-old. I think by the time this came around, I wasn't, I wasn't interested in fighting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Same Hinini. Hinini, we did Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. So if anyone wants to hear Mendy's Hinini, they should watch. And by the time Rosh Hashanah came around, I had, it was a piece. I did it the way my father-in-law does it. I was getting harassed by the parrots of the world. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I love you, parrots. <laughs> but it's not the way my father does it. So this year, I listened to my brother-in-law's recording over and over. Okay. And I, and I got it. By the time Rosh Hashanah Who's first day came... Who's recording? Which brother-in-law? You don't want to say? <laughs> Beryl. You listen to Beryl's recording. He, Beryl Dobbins really, really beautifully. Oh, really? But he refuses to, <laughs> he refuses to go up and down. outed him. Yeah, he Dobbins very beautifully. Okay. As does parrots. And they both refused to dive in too much. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you, you, did, uh, you did that Hinani this year. One day I did that one, and one day I did the way my father does it, which uh-huh. is the way Rabbi Groner from Australia used to do it. Uh-huh. Which is a Polish way, I'm sure, because not Lubavitch, but Lubavitch. Okay. So you covered your base. So it's, it's, it's accepted in, in one continent. Everywhere else, it's, it's not what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's very important to people, though, because they have... These the, the, these tunes from davening are very like hardwired into people's brains, and it's almost like it, it's it's more about what I'm used to. Right? Was it bad, or is it just you're not used to it? See, I don't. That's think my you question. Can answer that. Right? Yeah, it's like there's a certain comfort level. I, d- I didn't like the Batfila. Why? Because it didn't. I do it this way. Well, I didn't ask you if he did it different. I asked you if it was it was nice or not. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about davening that some people are like locked in. It has to be, you know, this way. Or... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> those associations, though, like those neural pathways about the expectations people have about mm. the tunes. Ka- <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there is one. <laughs> and some people, if you go, okay. have you ever heard that version? That's not, that sounds normal to me. Right. But not everybody does the Tom Elian. What's the... Oh, that would upset people. No, so you have two, you have two sides of that coin. Oh. So be like, what are you bringing in this? Because I think it was Rabbi uh, and Gordon did that, or mm-hmm. he, he brought that into the fold, or maybe he heard it in duck shits. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But some people get frustrated when it's not what they're used to. Mm-hmm. What do you can't th- please everybody? What do you think is the biggest in all of Chazanas from the whole year round? And what is the thing that is like the most? There's the f- most fierce divide between people who expect it one way and expect it another way. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I, I don't know, but I'll tell you. My nephew, <laughs> the rabbi's son, the uh, three of the younger ones. They got they got used to me doing. I like they got used to Shabbos. I would go. Instead of My father does it I go up So every once in a while If they go too loud and preempt it I'll just dash the other way Every time I hear them Because I have a pretty predictable It's like you press play And I do the same thing Right And Anytime I hear, like the kids especially, they like to like They 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 beat me to the pass Right So you go the other way I'll bounce the other way Just uh-huh. Just for a little win. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it's just so interesting to me because I, I never realized like the secret life of a chazan. 
like all those calculations <laughs> that are going on. Like he's listening to the kids and he's trying to. So, f- so here's a question about the secret yeah. life of Hazen. Yeah. Is it only my dysfunctional family who comes in and talks about the Bali Tefillah? Positively or oh, negatively? I think or is all it Jews do that. Really? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. okay. Sure. That's a very. Guys were not so bad. <laughs> th- Jews talk about the rabbi's sermon, they talk about the Hazen, um, they'll speak about the air conditioning. Um, yeah, and, and, and that's that's fairly standard post shul discussions. I think. Do most people care what the chazan, who the chazan was? Who the as long as, you, was? as long as you got from A to Z, I think they want to. Or talk what, about what it. it was like. I think whoever the chazan is, they want to talk about it a little uh-huh. bit. They want to have something to say about it. Yeah, you know, you know the famous joke: the the Jewish mothers at the restaurant, and the waiter says, "Ladies, is anything all right?" <laughs> So I think people enjoy critiquing. It's part of the it's part of the fun. Okay, so let's let's look at uh, Musa. My claim to fame was the four hour break on Yom Kippur, but I don't think that's going to happen every this year. Um, the break you're talking about after Musa between Musa and Mincha before Mincha and one year I think I actually I got almost a four hour break, but I I've I've evolved and I've grown. Like Rosh Hashanah, the second day, I finished the same time as the first, even though it's slightly shorter. Mm-hmm. I said, where am I rushing? Where's everybody rushing? I didn't go slow, but I was like, you know what? The extra, t- what am I going to say, five minutes if I try to you know, zip through a few words versus just relaxing? Uh-huh. And it'll be a more enjoyable experience. If not for everybody, at least for me. Right, which is important. <laughs> which counts as well. Okay. So let's take a look at Musaf here. Mm-hmm. All right. Um... What can you tell oh, us? So you asked me about a pet peeve? Yeah. When somebody really when somebody really doesn't belong up there. It's like uh-huh. starting uh, starting on Yom Tov just doing regular weekday. And it ha- I've heard it. It Baruch rarely Hata happens Hashem, like, yeah. on Rosh Hashanah or Yom Kippur. Rarely. Rarely. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying like on a Shabbos. On a Shabbos you'll God have that. God has no business being up yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll like... That's, a, that's an old story, right? Yeah. How's the story go? I, th- I think it has to do with the vibra section. Yes. Uh, there was a, a guy who really liked the sound of his own voice. Yeah. And he went up and he was, he just, he you forgot know. how Kaddish starts. Listen, Kaddish can, the, the Kaddish from Neila and, uh, and Shalsha Gullim can sound similar. Similar if you're not. Kaddish from Neila and Shalsha Gullim. <laughs> it's, it's a motif of Yom Narayim. It's that idea. A lot of ne- Geshem and Tal are supposed to be similar to, to Ne'ilah. That's the point of it. Right. It's a, it's a holy, it's a holy uh, tefillah. So, right. But, but Ne'ilah's, He's Gadav, He's Gadash, So the guy gets up there and he's like lost. So he, he doesn't remember how to start. Woman, so apparently, I think it's a woman, yells a woman from the Viper section. The woman section. Which in English would be, if you, you don't, don't know, know what you're doing, why are you going up? Why are you going up? Yeah, there? yeah exactly. But, but got him on, got him on the path. Got him on the path. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Like some people get. Listen, you I know who I, told me that story or that joke or whatever it is. Mandelbaum. <laughs> no, I'm t- oh, yeah. <laughs> was, was he was he telling you something? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, no, if he if he wa- if he had anything to say about my davening, he would have said it a lot more clearly. Yeah, he, he doesn't mince words. Yeah, but he's about to feel it in seven seventy, like the hallway menu. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that starts at eleven a.m. 
Yeah, 11 a.m. You kept her <laughs> upstairs hallway. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So Musaf. Um. What do you want to tell us about Musaf? You have uh, Sanatekaf again, which you did for uh, Rosh Hashanah on our Rosh Hashanah video. Kasser, yeah. which you also did Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. A lot of this stuff is from Rosh Hashanah. A lot of repetition. Yeah. And uh, Aleno. No, actually, so I, I, I did, when I sounded like if I threw them a bone, I think everybody was very happy. You know, you had a few curmudgeons who were like, it's not a Lubavitch niggin. What'd you do? But there's a song, I think it's Journeys, A.B. Rottenberg. Uh, I was made way back in 1842 by a simple, humble man, a God-fearing Jew, something about it. It's about a safe terror okay. that survives the war. And it's just a beautiful, and it survives the war. Oh, the ends song up, and, is and song ends up in and, first and, person by the safe terror. Yeah. And the rabbi held me close against his chest. Oh and saying out loud and clear to all the rest. No matter so you if did you're that very take So it. that tune, that song... It speaks a lot to her. I, I love that. I love that song because it's like so sad. It yeah. ends up coming to him. They find it after the war. Oh they goodness. ship it to America. And where does it end up? Where? There's a cemetery that belongs in a shul that gets read from three times a year. You know, three oh times a week. Gosh. Ends up in a museum. Oh no. Open in a museum next to you know. And listen, I see. I see. I go to my kids' schools that are uh, you know not necessarily orthodox uh, buildings. And you see a cemetery there, like you see, like the cloth open. To me, it's like the sad. It's cool, but it's the saddest thing because yeah. that's not where a cemetery belongs, right? On display as you know, an artifact in the wow. museum. So you have a lot of emotions. So, emotion that, so I, I love that song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was getting a lot. I was getting. I was getting some flack while I was practicing it. Yeah. Uh, but n- not a lot of flack. Sorry, <laughs> throw my wife under the bus. But she's like, ah, is it gonna work? You didn't have to say who's giving <laughs> flack. Well, who? Where am I, where am I practicing at work? No. She was like, are you oh, sure? Okay. It's not, you know, you can do it. That's the standard. Yeah. But, you know, to me, that's also just like getting a niggin to get a niggin in. Yeah. To me, that's what that song is. Right. So it's just like, you're not even trying. Low effort. Yeah. Yeah. So it actually fit very well. And if you know the song, you know the words behind it. I thought it was beautiful. And... Did anyone Every, cry? Everybody sang. I don't know. You don't know? Do you ever look around and see if people are crying? <laughs> look around. I, I can't look around. My head's above the mechitza. So oh. I, I don't turn. I keep my talus pretty much over at one side blocking. Mechitza is about six foot two. And I'm, you told <laughs> me you're six nine. What is it? Like Shalom Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. It so worked very well. Musaf. I think so. Um, all right, so we have some cool stuff in Musaf. We have something called the Aveda. Aveda means the special rituals that the Kain Gadol, the high priest, engaged in in the Beis Hamikdash in the Holy Temple when the Holy Temple stood, and he did all types of interesting stuff on uh, Yom Kippur, and it describes it in detail. Sort of a narrative. It goes through. It's almost like Mishnayas, or it's like. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, you're saying it's not a normal, uh, like, prayers. Usually, right. more poetry. It's like Bamem Adlikin. <laughs> right. Like you're reading about what, Mishnah. Right. right. Yeah, you're reading like technical descriptions of what this set of rituals 
uh, actually looked like. And uh, it's a very interesting thing because you're, you're trying to make it dramatic, but some of it's, it's actually very it's actually a nice read. It's, I, I like I like I like Dominic because he's actually it's like it's telling you it's, it's interesting. It's not telling you a story, uh-huh. and it's, it's it's giving you the picture of what goes on right. or what went on the base of English. Yeah, it, it's very descriptive. Yeah, it's very descriptive. Okay, so can you, you take you want us to through? I don't know. Take us through the Aveda. Tell us which parts you do. You do so it tells loud. you that, you know the kind of what you did. You know they they shechted, they moved uh, the blood around. They t- talks about the carbon and the Kohen Gadol got ready, he, you know, he switched clothes, etc., and they brought, you know, they're bringing Karbanas here and there. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Vakoyanim. Mm-hmm. Do you mind when the crowd does this part? Because yeah, I always do this. Right, yeah, no, I don't mind. But, but, a lot, but a lot of times I'll differ, but I'm, I'm comfortable, I'm... You're I'm confident a enough. Contrarian. Yeah, You're a little, a little bit. Contrarian. But again, it's something that some people they I hear and they I hear and mm-hmm. they go up or down. I don't, I don't think there's one way to do it. Uh-huh. So <clears throat> I, you know, I'll, I'll I'll stay on my track and eventually I'm the one leading it. So mm-hmm. it goes that way. Start going down. You're already on your knees, I think. Here, yeah. I'm on my knees. Hold him, officer. This is very dramatic. It's very, like I said, cinematic, I think. That's, that's how I think of it. Um, what you're describing in this paragraph is 
the Kohen Gadol, the high priest, is saying Hashem's ineffable name, the name that is normally never pronounced, and everyone's hearing it, and when they hear it, they fall down, they bow down, full prostration on the ground. Right. And that's what that paragraph describes. So it's quite dramatic. Yeah. So over here I have written down, where do you go up, where do you go down, the pauses. I wrote, you know, in the old, in the old uh, Machzerim, it doesn't say, it says, when you don't have to bow down, but I just wrote bow. But mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone you, you do. bow down. Right, okay. Um, can you do a little achas v'achas for us? Lecha. Well, so this is the sprinkling the blood. Right. Right, and there's like the the line, the up, the above the line, the below the line, on the altar, um, and this is describing the the seven sprinkles. And this is how they would count. Yeah. Which literally means, and this is how they would count. And then you have the whole crowd going, and you have it's like you're telling a story in song or what what went on yeah and it repeats that it does it a few times and then it's more like uh, that's really oh, this is very dramatic so then uh, when the Cain finishes all this stuff and he emerges after the whole ritual it's very complex and we go through the whole thing okay and he comes out and here's this piot this uh, poem Describing, I just want to give everyone the words because it's just right. beautiful poetry. This is describing the appearance of the coin. Mare Koyhain. You say we say the Mare Koyhain. Is it is it with a Chof or a Koyhain? Koyhain, right? Yeah. Mare means the appearance of the Koyhain. So it, it uses all these um, similes. Koyhel Hanimtach. Well, if you start, it says, right, This is what the glory of the, the Kayin God looked like as he came out of the, of the holy, holy of holies. Like the resplendent canopy spread over the vaults of heaven. Talk about like stratosphere, stuff like that. That was the appearance of the Kayin. Like the... Flashes of lightning that would come out from the 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 glow of the highest angels. Mari Choyin, that was the appearance of the coin. Kagedul Gdilim Ba'arbek Tzaves, like the celestial blue twined in the four fringes of the tzitzis. Kidmus Hakashis Besech HaOnon, like a double complete rainbow in my backyard. I like that reference. <laughs> What does it mean? It literally, okay, but literally, like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds. It's like, that's very poetic, yeah? Like the splendor with which the Creator clothed the first beings, meaning Odom and Chava, Adam and Eve. Like a rose placed within 
a lovely garden. That was the appearance of the There's a lot of poetic license in this. <laughs> like the crown, like there's a special word for this, a diadem that's placed on the forehead of the king. Like the grace that's upon the face of the groom. Like the brightness reflecting from the Koyhain's headdress. Like the one who was residing in the hidden heights, talking about Meish Rabbeinu, um, imploring the king. Like the star called Noiga, I think we call it Venus, in the eastern morning sky, like at dawn, I don't know astronomy very much, but maybe Venus, you see it at sunrise or something. Maybe. Anyways, so was the appearance of the Koyhein. Like the northern now, lights. And <laughs> you wrote a new line. Yeah, like the aurora borealis shining down in Dallas. Can you picture that? That's actually Dr. T. Where's, that, the where's this tomb man. from? What? Where's the Koyhein tomb from? Where's the tune? So the Where's tune that I'm used to, in fact, the only tune that I know, is which is a Labavitch and right. But I'm sure there are a lot other, a lot of other. That's how Frida has that one. We don't repeat words, so you can't do that one. Right. Okay, do, do us a little. <laughs> Okay, now the end of Musaf, I'm skipping like 20, 30 pages, but the end of Musaf, I think last time when we did Roshana together, you didn't do Hayyim Tamtseino. Is there something else you want to do? I read them off. The, uh, oh, <laughs> the Chaya mentioned us. 
<laughs> oh no, he mentioned from uh, Nasana Takif. But the f- I kn- I knew the English translation of Nasana. I knew the story when yeah. I was very very young, yeah, and I never went to Abnon. therapy for it. Now Rabbanon was Nasana Takif. I'm saying I knew the Asarudugi Malchus. Oh, okay, fine. So let's talk about Asarudugi Malchus. Okay, Asarudugi Malchus literally translated means the ten. Um, who were murdered by... Well, it doesn't even matter that. Haruge Malchus just uh, means they were murdered the and executed, executed by the king. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry, Haruge Malchus. So um, there were 10 different sages, scholars, and this did not all happen on one day. This is actually over uh, an extended period of time. Uh, but they were all... They all had in common. They were Jewish leaders who were singled out for persecution by the Roman government, and they were brutally tortured and murdered. And this is some rough stuff here, um, to say the least. I mean, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's quite, it's, it's, a, it's a rough read. Yeah, it's descriptive. So, like, Tier Abu Shmuel is like the highlight. <laughs> oh, that's a famous Chazanus thing. It is. Yeah. The, I fit it actually to not repeat words. It's, it's not, one of the most hard. famous Chazanus pieces. Things. Yeah, yeah. The Rabbi Shmuel, the Kain Gadol, he yeah. purified himself to prepare himself. Basically, the story is he went up to heaven and he asked the heavenly court, like, "Is this ordained? Is this, yeah, <laughs> should we go along with this? They want to kill us." And they were like. Dude, this is what you got to do it. Signed and sealed. Yeah, it's already, that's the decree. Yeah. Okay, so you want to tell us a little bit the Chazanus of. Uh... Okay, let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Shomati me a hoide a paregud Kivezo is a temenilacodim. Your advigid la haver of Mamarkel. So usually that has a lot of repetition, so I cut it down. 
I think they asked me when I was younger in Maine to figure out how to get it into who that I never did it. Uh-huh. I was like, uh, I, I'll try to do it without repeating words. So this came from your your, your years in Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. It's, it was the anchor. It yeah. was the uh, <laughs> the foundation. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. Okay. Until me though. All right. So. Um, Mincha is, I mean, think really the <laughs> highlight, right, of Mincha is more about the the Haftorah, which is uh, Jonah and the big fish. Uh, there's not a lot of Chazan stuff for Mincha. It's actually probably the the light lifting <laughs> of uh, get. Actually, what I've noticed is uh, from Yom Kippur, if they'll have like a non-Chazan. Sometimes, or or the, the the regular Shabbos chazan who doesn't uh-huh. daven, uh-huh. and you throw him a bone. You still have to know the tune. It's like there's still a nusach. Uh-huh. Okay, which um, is relatively short davening. It's you know, and then Ne'ilah is really the highlight. Even I think above uh, above Kol Nidre, you would say. Well, um, I think. If you judge by how many people come to it, I got to tell you, huh, it's a tough call. You have a bigger crowd by Kol Nidre or by Nihila? It depends on the neighborhood, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you're right. Those are the, the, big, the big crowds. Um, the book ends. And Nihila is the fifth prayer of the day, and Yom Kippur is the only day of the year when you have five prayers right. in the day. And Nila means closing, which means the gates of prayer are closing. But uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe says, actually, the gates are closing, not in front of you, but behind you. And You're already through. Yeah, you're already through, and it's just this intimate moment with you and Hashem, and no one else, even the angels, cannot gain admittance. Um, yeah, so... Has a distinct. Did I do it right? Yeah. No. No. Then you went. You just went to. You know. You know. I always remind myself like I get how to remember the tune. I go Leila, ooh Leila. That's how I remember. Leila, ooh Leila. Well, at least in the Chabad Nusach, the right. only time that we say Leila, double Leila, 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 right. higher and Everybody higher. else says the whole Yom Kippur, right? I believe they say the whole Yom Kippur, right. yeah. yeah. So we say Mikol instead of Minkol, so we don't have an extra word in Kaddish. Mm-hmm. He's got the... So, but Avis is the same tune, so you can do Avis if you want to hear Avis. Baruch Atah Hashem Eloike Abraham, Eloike Yitzchak, Veloike Yaakov, Ayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
and the same thing as Kaddish. It's like the same. Now, you're mentioning that that was a similar tune to Geshem and Tal? You, you can mix them up. Okay. To the untrained, or even the trained ear. They're, it's, it's not, it's, if you know it, it's not similar, but it's like the same, like, Geshem is... You should explain about Geshem and Tal, no, no. rain and dew. And, and, Special um, tefillas, you say. Yeah, so, Shemina Tzeres, we say the prayer for Geshem, for rain, starting the rainy season of the year. And then on Pesach, we switch to Tal, to do. Yeah. So how, uh, how It also has sense? a specific... It's like Tom Elian. And others is the same. They're not really similar if you... But it's... Uh, it's a total deviation of what you do any time, Yom Tif or mm-hmm. Shabbos. Mm-hmm. They're more similar to each other than either of them right. are similar to it's any more of a other. High, it's more it, it's a highbrow mm-hmm. or not highbrow, but it's like the motif is more of a high, like I would call Tom Elyon mm-hmm. of Davening. Okay, so continuing in Ni'ila. Any other highlights from Ni'ila? There's the Chamoel, which is the same as, you know, Chamoel uh, I don't know, Lubavitch. You know, this is one of those. This is not what I'm used to, sort of parts. Uh-huh. But Kesser's Kesser uh, is actually a nice piece. My brother actually gave me a very nice. I do the Little Birds Calling once. Oh, you mentioned that yeah. earlier. Yeah, like an hour ago, you said you do the Little Birds Call. Where do you do that? By Eskarli Kim Vemoya. Okay, so how did. Let's, let's so it, 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 you, you do a little squeezing. Eskara, Eskara, Eloikim, Vemaya, Bidoisi, Kalirati, Labnuya. It's like it's a little of a stretch. I'll go slower and I'll get it in. But I happen to like how the last part. But the last one is nice. Which is a very. I have to. It's a nice. It's a nice. Uh, the line is nice. Or I finish higher. <clears throat> but uh, it's a nice piece. Yeah. Oh, there's, oh, Merubim Techarim Chazoso. I do uh, Amongst Majestic Mountains, the oh, nation stands up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I throw in a few camp, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> especially in the Chabad also works if you if you use some of these tunes yeah. in the air. Is there Gan Yisrael? Merubim Tzarcheya Mechavedantam Ketzada Machsayda Mumisha Loisam Bayuk Lulesapra 
It fits. It fits very nicely. So if you're ever looking for, if anybody's looking for a tune for this, there you go. it actually fits very nicely. And the whole when the whole show sings, it's beautiful. And that's pretty much until Shmai <coughs> Yisrael. Okay. And then that's like the Shmai Yisrael. That's like the most dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. You want to do yeah. a little? You got to count. You got to count. Yeah. Shema Yisrael Hashem Eloikeinu Hashem Echad. That's one time. Shema, you only do once. Right. You're working to a crescendo. And then Hashem Elohim is. Hashem, who are they? I'm counting. I don't want to make a fool out of myself. One more. Do you actually count with your fingers? On the table. On the table? I lift my fingers, I'll put one down at the Like that? Okay. Hashem hu alaykim. Hashem hu alaykim. Hashem hu alaykim. Five more times. By the way, you Hashem really don't have to count. Hashem hu alaykim. Why? Why? Because in a Jewish crowd, they're going to let you know. They're going to let you know. <laughs> well, I'm trying to avoid that part. <laughs> and yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. And then people run out and they miss Meirv. And, uh, and uh, Blessing of the Moon. Yeah, it's like the people who don't want to be in seven seventy when it's a long mire of Pesach the first night. They miss uh, the second night, and then they miss because Tashevsky's to daven, and it's ah, and they would leave. And first night, you're already behind on the Eimer. <laughs> so your advice is just stay till the St end. Stick with it. <laughs> yeah, stick with it. You stayed this long. What's going to be another fifteen minutes? Yeah, yeah. and then it, it, and you'll get orange juice and cookies. <laughs> stay till the end. Okay, this is amazing. By the way, what's with the uh, with that uh, the the Do you still do you use it in your opening and closing? Which one? The one from the scratch DJ. Oh, could I tell you I've sent it to a lot of people? I have that. <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, I send it to a lot of my friends. They really like it. I'm wondering. My kids ask me to play it in the car. Okay, hold on a second. I okay, Nata. Yeah, I could. Like, hold on a second. I'll, I'll I thought that was your intro and outro. Meanwhile, I haven't heard it. Okay. Hold on, Scott. Um, one second. We'll, we'll play it right here, okay? Um, Not what I'm used to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Here we go. This is the outro? You're gonna get flack for this. <laughs> I think it's perfect. <laughs> Oh, 
you go. Okay. Sign off? <laughs> yeah, we'll sign off. Uh, it's been a couple hours since we started, so... Uh, okay. Anyways, um, people want to hear you live. I don't know. Do they, do they need tickets at Chabad of the Five Towns? No tickets. We're scalping tickets. We're scalping tickets. <laughs> scalping tickets. That's okay. Right. And McGuire uh, rookie. If they're, if they're rolling for a Shabbos, uh, they're not they're not guaranteed. No guarantees. No. no guarantees. But you're often a chazan on Shabbos at Chabad of the Five Towns, and uh, sometimes on Shabbos Mavarchim when they announce the Meilad Vetzayin. The Meilad Vetzayin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just for fun, you want to do like a like a regular like. Uh, like uh, regular, what you call it, the Shabbos Musaf, just like the part. The um, right, right after the the, the Melod Vitzayin, you know, oh. the whole. Uh, no, it's before that. No, the Melod before is after Mishabeach. No, when do they do it? Melod after Mishabeach, then it's then Kaddish, then it's Asher. Well, you go up usually. I start from Yikumpurk and then I do Mishabeach. You start from Yikumpurk and yeah. The uh, Mela design is actually it's inside a baseball right. here, but we were laughing that you know in every Lubavitch show there's some medayik to make sure to say in Yiddish, but the point is to know when the Mela is. So this to all you all you gabayim who announce it in Yiddish and make sure it you know purists is in the just say it in English so people actually know when the Mela is because the rabbi and I were asking we missed it we were busy uh, yeah. we, were, we were part of the uh, Bruce uh, news. Yeah, in the back, and we missed the mullet, so we asked like ten people, and not one person knew the mullet. So it was like, okay, we're very busy with the uh, making sure it's in Yiddish, and meanwhile, nobody knew when, nobody the, knew when the mullet was. was. Yeah. Now the truth is, if we hadn't been listening to Bruce's podcast, <laughs> we would have heard it. We would have heard it, and we would have known. But okay, to see that ten people didn't know it was alarming. Yeah. Especially when it says in the city, you're supposed to know it, right? Nochen, I think. Nochen. It's yeah. good. It's good to know it. Right. It's not a terrible thing not, not to know. <laughs> I don't want people to feel bad. Right. Some guys will listen to this and be like, I never, I've never known. Oh. Like a guy who realized he we're was... We're not laughing at the crowd. We're laughing at the person announcing it. We're, we're, <laughs> we're pointing. We, we, I don't want to cause anyone anxiety. Like somebody who thinks they might have said, Avina Malkeno Chatono Lefenecha on Rosh Hashanah. So... Okay. You want to do anything else for us while you're here? Well, we can come back and then we'll do a Shabbos rendition. We'll do a Shabbos <laughs> edition? Yeah, we can do it. That would be amazing. We, we live within walking distance of one another. Okay, yeah, that's true. Okay, <laughs> yeah, welcome. And with the cut through? Yeah, with the special, you don't have to tell people about the cut, the Kapandaria. But isn't that, the isn't that a community cut. thing? Uh, we don't have to be farce about that. <laughs> Those who know about it, know about it. If you know, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, Gmarxima Teva, everyone. Gmarxima Teva. Shkayach. Thank you. Thank you.